Your podcast is a powerful tool that serves your audience and your business. But how do you manage it all, bring in new listeners, and convert those listeners into customers? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators. I'm Sarah Whitaker, classroom teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm here to help you get the most out of your show, all while making an impact on other educators. Hey, and welcome back to Podcasting for Educators. Today, I want to acknowledge the fact that there are many ups and downs in podcasting. Even the shows that have 1 million plus downloads have had days where they have just wanted to burn it all down. Maybe you don't feel like anyone is listening, or maybe your downloads aren't increasing at all, or even decreasing month to month. You feel like you can't keep up, or maybe you're not really seeing the ROI of your show. I get it. You may, at some point, wonder what you're doing wrong or if it's even worth it, and it is so, so easy to go into that negative headspace. That's why in today's episode, I want to have a conversation about what to do if you're feeling a little bit unsure about your show and the growth that it's having and the impact that it's having. And when I thought about doing an episode on this topic, I immediately thought of a story that I'm going to share with you, and I'm going to give you the very watered-down Sparknotes version of it, but... Just know that I promise I'm going to bring it back to podcasting. And I'm laughing because a couple of weeks ago, I did an Instagram reel about how a lot of podcasters will like go off on these tangents and tell these stories that have absolutely nothing to do with the point of the episode. So again, (laughs) I will bring this back to podcasting. So this is one of my family's favorite stories of me, favorite memories Me, not so much, but I've learned as I've gotten older how much of an impact it really had on my life. So I was, I think I was about to go into sixth grade. And I mean, sixth grade is a rough time, right? That is like the epitome of your awkward years. I was in like the prime of my awkward stage. I have been like the same height since about fourth grade that I am now at 30-something. And that was one of the many reasons that I was just at that stage where I just felt completely awkward and uncomfortable in my own skin. Anyway, I don't honestly know why, but I randomly just begged my parents to send me and my sister and brother to summer camp. I was obsessed with the idea of going to to summer camp. And not just like a day camp, but it's a sleepover camp. And they agreed. It was a four-week sleepaway camp. I was so excited getting ready to go to camp. The second that I got there, I immediately regretted my decision. I think it was the first time since I was really young that I was put in an environment where I knew absolutely nobody. My brother and sister were there, but the camp was separated into age groups. And so my older sister was on a completely different side of the camp. We barely saw each other. My brother was in the younger camp and just on the other – like we were all just in different places. And to make it worse, there were lots of kids there who had been coming for multiple summers and they all knew each other. And I just felt so out of place. I was – 
a negative Nancy to the core. I could find anything to complain about. I didn't like the food. It was too hot. There were too many bugs. I missed my friends at home. I missed my bed. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I would call my parents daily and beg them to pick me up. There were so many tears. In fact, I got my phone privileges revoked because I was calling too much. And meanwhile, my younger brother and my older sister were having the time of their lives, which only made me more mad as a typical middle child. Anyway, we had a parents' day at the halfway point, so I thought like two-week mark, and I was convinced that my parents were going to bring me home that day. They were going to come and see us, and I was going to go home with them because there's no way they were going to make me stay for the second two weeks. Well, we had to bring all of our stuff, all of our stuff that we packed for camp, we had to put it in one of those like big trunks you know, with like the metal lock and everything. And when I saw my parents pull up in my dad's car, I was a little confused because I thought there's no way that my trunk, my camp trunk is going to fit in that car trunk. And then the reality sunk in that, no, they were not going to (laughs) be taking me home with them that day. And they didn't. My mom very, very lovingly said, you wanted to come here, so you are going to stick it out. And of course now, as a mom myself, I appreciate that. But at the time, I very much did not appreciate that. But you know what? I was stuck. And when I knew that I was going to be staying, a flip totally switched. And I saw the whole experience so differently And I ended up having the time of my life for those second two weeks. I tried new things. I made new friends. And it was really one of those experiences that left an impact on me and has kind of shaped who I am today in terms of being independent and taking risks and getting out of your comfort zone. My perspective really changed when I asked myself – because I'm I'm stuck there. So <laughs> I had a little pep talk with myself. And I asked myself, am I even giving this camp a chance? Because everybody around me is having fun. Why am I not having fun? <laughs> am I even trying to make this work? I needed to really put in some more effort. And when I did, I ended up getting so much more out of it. So this is where I'm going to bring it back to podcasting. <laughs> If you are feeling any negative feelings about how your podcast is doing, I want you to have a moment of truth and ask yourself, am I really giving it my all? Am I taking a look at the content that I'm creating? Am I doing market research? Am I putting myself out there to increase awareness around my show? Or am I just recording an episode the night before it goes live, slapping a new episode graphic on Instagram, and repeating it all again the next week? If it's the latter, sit back and think about how you can change it and how you can really put your energy into getting the most out of your show. You can start by looking at your data and think about how you could re-energize your show. In fact, I did a whole episode on how to bring new energy to your show. It's episode 14. I'll put that in the show notes so that you can check it out. 
And also, if you're feeling any kind of comparison to other podcasters and their success, because this can happen a lot, you might feel okay about how your show is doing, but then you see other people like posting how many downloads they have and all the great guests that they're bringing on their show and how far batched out they are with their content. If you're feeling any of that, I want you to put things into perspective. Just like when I went to camp and I felt so out of place because so many other kids knew each other from previous summers, there are podcasters out there who have been doing this for years. And so, of course, they're going to have stronger relationships with their listeners and more downloads and a clearer ROI. You can't compare yourself to somebody who's at a totally different stage than you are. What I want you to do today or this week is to sit down and really Have kind of that hard conversation with yourself about if there's something that you could be doing differently, if there's a little bit more that you could be doing, or maybe some of the things that you're doing really you don't need to be doing and it's just a time suck. And think about how you can rework all of this to make you feel better about your show and the way that it's performing and the impact that it's having. And if you're really stuck, one great thing to do is go to your listeners and get some feedback from them. And I'm actually doing an episode that will air next week all about putting out listener surveys. So I'll give you some ideas on how you can implement a listener survey so that you can use that data to drive your content planning. All right, before I head out, I just want to let you know that the best way that you can support this show is by sharing it with a friend or sharing it on your Instagram or your Facebook so that you can help me spread the word and get more eyes and ears on this podcast. I would so appreciate it if you haven't done so already. I will catch you here next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at Podcasting for Educators. I'm always looking for an excuse to talk about podcasting. If you're looking for support in launching, managing, or growing your podcast, check out my online course, the Podcasting for Educators Prep School at podcastingforeducators.com slash prep school. I'll see you here next time.